Hi, welcome to the Pod Buffet, where you will find an eclectic mix of new podcasts by fresh new podcasters from around the world. Short but sweet, the daily episodes will give you a five-minute taster that will definitely entice you to listen more. Just follow the links in the show notes. You are sure to find something to love right here at the Pod Buffet. Welcome to this episode of The Pod Buffet from the Feminist Finance Podcast, the podcast that takes a feminist look at the world of money. My name is Alice Merry, and in this episode, I share a quick insight into the mobile gender gap. This is the fact that women worldwide, and especially in poorer countries, are less likely than men to have a mobile phone or access to internet on their phone, though the gap is closing. After three years of studying the gap through global surveys, Oliver Roundtree from the GSMA joined the Feminist Finance Podcast to tell us about the results. Well, there's some areas where we're seeing some really important changes and some areas where we're seeing more continuity and, and change not happening as fast as we'd like. The the sort of the exciting areas where we're seeing the most changes that uh, from our data, we are seeing a reduction in the mobile internet gender gap across lower middle income countries. So we found this year that there's a 20% gender gap in mobile internet access across low middle income countries, which is still considerable, but that's a reduction of seven percentage points over the last two years that we've been tracking that. So that really Mm. represents many, many millions more women are now able to use mobile internet and a really substantial closure of the gap over a relatively short period of time. Really quite impressive pace of change. The report shows that the region with the widest gap between men and women's access to mobiles and mobile internet is in South Asia. But this is also the region where the gap is closing most quickly. Can you tell us a bit more about some of the reasons for that? Part of the reason why there's been this really rapid reduction in the gender gap in South Asia is that we've seen um, quite quick price decline for mobile services across the region. So one really notable example that we found fascinating is the emergence of the Geophone, which is a device from um, a leading operator in India called Reliance Geo. So this is what they call a smart feature phone. So this is a, the form factor is a feature phone, but it has a lot of the functionality of a smartphone. So you can access a a 4G LTE network, you know, you can watch YouTube videos on this, despite it looking like almost your, your basic sort of Nokia 3310. Um, And, you know, the, the functionality really is remarkable, but this thing is priced at below $10. So, you know, when, when you're sort of weighing up the cost benefit in a in a lower income household that may be slightly disinclined to allow sort of female family members to own a mobile phone, it's a lot easier to overcome those barriers when the cost barrier is much less prohibitive. I wanted to ask you about something that really stood out to me in the last report. And that was it was a fairly small part of the report, but it talked about video calls. And it mentioned that women were actually higher users of video calls than men. And I think it was about three quarters of the markets where you'd done the research. I just thought that was so interesting. And I wonder if that stayed the same in this report. 
Now, do you have any ideas why that might be? That is one that I find absolutely fascinating as yeah. well. Uh, I think, yeah, it, it's a hugely interesting one. And we've actually done other pieces of research that have kind of expanded a little bit on that. So I think in general, video has proven to be, unsurprisingly, a hugely, hugely popular use case when it comes to mobile internet. And it's, in many ways, a really, really accessible one. So, you know, it's something that really doesn't require a great deal of literacy. You know, you unlike, say, typing messages, to use video, you know, to make a video call, you just need to be able to navigate your way to the video call button on the appropriate app, which can be learned quite easily. But we also did research in South Asia several years ago that found that video calling was a particularly popular use case that had triggered initial and early usage of mobile internet disproportionately for women. Because it was a a use case that, as I say, was quite accessible for those with limited literacy and digital literacy. But it was also a use case that was very kind of socially acceptable. It was very, very appealing to people and it allowed them to do something completely new that they hadn't been able to do before and, you know, video call with family overseas. And this was something that we heard time and time again in qualitative interviews. But it also, unlike a lot of other mobile internet use cases was entirely socially acceptable you know mm. it was something that no one could really object to wanting to speak to family overseas or say speak to a, a husband who was working overseas temporarily that's so interesting and i can't help thinking it's such a opportunity for financial services as well using mobile services uh, you could just think of you know health insurance using teledoctor services kind of video doctor services you could think of banks or insurance companies kind of onboarding clients through video calls. I haven't seen in my own experience many, many financial services companies using that, but it does seem to act such a such a ripe opportunity for them. Yeah, it's a great thought. And and I think um yeah, as as smartphones proliferate, I think that the opportunities that video presents is something that will be really exciting to explore. I think it's a medium that is much, much more equalizing and accessible for uh, a huge number of people. Thank you for listening to this short clip. You can hear the full episode and others by subscribing to the Feminist Finance podcast or by visiting our website, feminist.finance. Thanks so much for listening. The Pod Buffet is brought to you by a collective of podcasters from around the world who learnt to podcast together. We hope you enjoy the daily episodes and check out the full podcasts. Look for the links in the show notes. And remember, if you like it, please do share it. Taste and hear with the Pod Buffet.